Welcome to Jerry Talks. Today, we're going to be talking about TikTok. This episode is going to be divided into three parts. The first part is going over what TikTok is, how it works, why it is so popular, and all the creators and trends within the platform. The second part is going to be about the controversies, such as the US ban of TikTok back in the summer of 2020, and some other controversial topics. The last part is going to be about my personal experience with TikTok. Part 1. What is TikTok? TikTok is a video sharing platform that allows users to publish 15 to 60 second videos. It is owned by a Chinese company called ByteDance, with over 175 million downloads in the US alone. It is becoming the most popular social media app amongst teenagers and young adults. Its success is largely attributed to its intelligent algorithm that shows entertaining clips specifically catered to each user. So it has the scrolling feature of TikTok, the videos on Snapchat Story, and its unique algorithm. It is a mobile app available on iOS and Android, and its web version is also available, but it's okay. Because of this algorithm, some videos would be viral or become very popular in a short period of time because it would show this video to everyone's For You page, which is TikTok's homepage. It has likes, comments, and sharing features just like Instagram, but it is only videos and short clips, sort of like Vine and Instagram combined. TikTok also has creator funds in which popular creators get money for their content but I won't go into details. If you're curious, feel free to look up TikTok creator funds. So in short, TikTok is an updated version of Musical.ly, its predecessor, combined with features from Vine and Instagram and powered by its insanely smart algorithm. It is so addicting because it knows what videos you like to see and it will show you more of that. The user interface is also very easy to navigate, making it widely popular among young people across the globe. Part 2. The Controversies On August 6, 2020, President Donald Trump signed Executive Order 13942, which would ban the popular video sharing app TikTok if it is not sold to an American company within 45 days. In the executive order, he expressed concerns on national security and threats related to the American economy. At the same time, it would mean that TikTok would no longer be earning revenue for advertisements. People speculated at the time that it might become unavailable for downloads on mobile devices and possibly become unusable. In the executive order released by the White House, it declares that TikTok captures vast amounts of data and information from users and allows the Chinese government access to Americans' personal and proprietary information and, quote, personal information for blackmail and conduct corporate espionage. This decision was widely popular in Congress. On the same day, the Senate unanimously passed a bill to ban TikTok on government-issued devices. Without getting into politics, many people think this action has political motives. TikTok is quickly becoming more popular than American social media companies such as Facebook, and their profits might have decreased as a result of TikTok's rise to fame. Experts said that TikTok's data collection practices are fairly standard in the industry. The company is transparent on what data it collects, an amount comparable to American social media apps such as Facebook and Instagram. A technology professor from the University of Notre Dame 
contributes to the potential motive to an intensifying trade war against China. Furthermore, another possible motive might be the disappointing delivery of former President Trump's rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma back in June of 2020. TikTok users and fans of Korean pop music or K-pop groups claimed to have registered potentially hundreds of thousands of tickets for Mr. Trump's campaign rally as a prank. They registered for the rally and didn't show up. Videos of users joking about registering and not going became viral. A popular YouTuber explained, quote, they all know the algorithms and how they can boost videos to get where they want. Users deleted their posts on TikTok in order to conceal their plan and keep it from spreading into mainstream internet. As a result, many of the 19,000 seats of the arena remained empty as Mr. Trump spoke. Then came the talks for a ban. The talks for a ban caused massive outcries in the TikTok community as popular influencers desperately promoted their other social media accounts such as Instagram and YouTube. Consequently, popular American social media platform Instagram recently introduced a feature called Reels, which is the same video sharing platform built into the Instagram app and owned by an American company. Other companies followed suit as an attempt to gain users who can no longer use TikTok and thereby earning TikTok's revenue. In December of 2020, a federal judge fully blocked the Trump administration's attempt to ban TikTok. Now, the Biden administration paused Trump's TikTok ban and the pressure on TikTok to sell has lessened. It is still usable and its user base is still growing rapidly. Part three, my experience. So back in 2016, I had Musical.ly. I didn't know how to use it and I never really published any videos. I think I just followed a bunch of my old friends and they posted very cringy dance videos. Anyways, after a while, I just deleted the app because at the time I had an iPhone 5 and it was running out of space. I also thought Instagram was far more interesting than Musical.ly. Anyways, then a few years passed. I started to hear about TikTok back in 2019 and I didn't think too much of it. A couple of my friends had it at first, then all of a sudden it exploded. And half the kids at my school had it in the beginning of 2020. I started seeing more and more people filming TikTok videos in my school and in public. And some of my close friends started getting TikTok as well. During that time, I was actually extremely against TikTok and I thought I would never ever download this app. It is so stupid and pointless. On March 13th, I remember seeing some kids in my school making a TikTok about how this was gonna be the last day of school and I thought, that's stupid. Then quarantine hit and I never saw them again. During quarantine, I was very bored. I used Snapchat and Instagram a lot and I was on my phone all the time. During May of 2020, I was exposed to so many TikTok videos reposted on other social media platforms and my friends constantly sending me TikTok. So I thought, why not? So I downloaded TikTok as a joke and I didn't really start using it until the middle of June. I posted my first video at the end of May and I got around 400 views within the first two minutes of posting. I was confused and thought everyone would get this many views on TikTok. Because I had no idea what I was doing, I posted hashtag FYP, which stands for For You Page, but I didn't know it at the time. I only put it because I saw my friends put it, so I hopped on the bandwagon. I was also able to see my friends' TikToks and their accounts. I slowly got hooked into TikTok. 
I was on TikTok for like 30 minutes to an hour a day at first. Then it got up to two hours by July. And I think I might've hit three hours at some point, but I quickly realized that I could not stop scrolling on TikTok and it is becoming a serious problem. To the creators of the TikTok algorithm, props to you. This is truly one of the most addicting apps out there and it is so well made because of the special algorithm and the smooth and easy user experience. Anyways, for TikTok users out there, my For You page had the most random videos. I never saw those viral dance videos or the normal TikTok trends, so I had no idea who Addison Ray or Charlie D'Amelio was until late summer of 2020. My For You page was very random, but they were all videos that I want to watch, meaning that the TikTok algorithm knows more about what I want to watch than me. That is scary to think about. After I got the hang of TikTok, I followed some TikTokers, mainly screaming TikTokers like Joe Bartolozzi, Matt Petito, Joey Nero, these types of people. I pretty much only liked alt TikTokers. Those are the people who don't do trends or make fun of trends. I never really understood TikTok drama or hype houses or any of those things. Joe Bartolozzi makes a great video explaining TikTok and the TikTok hype houses and TikTok drama, so go check that out on YouTube. That is when I started learning about cancel culture as well. Cancel culture is quick and unforgiving, and it can destroy someone's social media presence and possibly their career. It is hard to make a living on TikTok as a social media influencer and I noticed that many people either make sponsored videos all the time or promote their other social medias on TikTok. A lot of people try to garner more YouTube subscribers once they're somewhat popular on TikTok because they know it is very hard to make a living solely from TikTok. And there are these strict community guidelines and trolls and a lot of negativity surrounding anyone with a little bit of fame or clout. In short, if you don't have TikTok right now, don't bother downloading it. The comment sections are very toxic and many videos are not that entertaining. I would recommend other social medias such as Instagram and Snapchat before TikTok because all the good contents are reposted on these platforms. So they act sort of like a filter where controversies stay on TikTok and wholesome good videos make it to Instagram Reels. If you want to create content on TikTok, be careful and be prepared for criticisms. A lot of criticisms. With that being said, TikTok is still a very fun app and it is very well made. And that is why it is becoming more popular than other social medias among teens. The user experience is amazing and every time you open the app, you're going to be on it for a while. If you're a busy person, set a timer if you want to go on TikTok or just delete it from your phone like me. Alright, that concludes this episode of Jerry Talks. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed.